At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Welcome back to another episode of Not Your Average Conversations. Not Your Average Perspectives. Not Your Average Black Girls. Hey, not your average black, not your average black girls, not your average black. Not your average Ooh, black girls. No. <laughs> I did it. Don't hate. I did it, okay? Hey, she started it and she she stuck by it. That's all that matters. At I'm stick beside it. I'm gonna stick beside it. Bye. Oh my gosh. Bye. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Not Your Average Black Girls. We are all here today. You have me, Megan. Jordan and Dice. Dice is back, so I know y'all will be so happy to hear her voice. Um, yes. Before we get started, I, know I was greatly episode, missed. Yes, you were. They missed you. We was getting DMs. Um, let Dice back in the group. You know, <laughs> I heard there were some petitions. You know, GoFundMe's for whatever reason, all that good yeah. stuff. The I fans, don't believe them because you know anything could have happened. I mean, died. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. The fans not let Dice you. back in the group. <laughs> <laughs> Please let it back in the group. Nah, Dice is just on vacation, y'all. Wasn't y'all no, had a whole free no Britney beef. campaign for me, and I appreciate we did. it. We did, we did, and I, I appreciate knowing that they're loyal. Hopefully, if Jordan <laughs> and I, you know, ever go on vacation, they'll do us like that. You know, Chad, y'all be stay like, real. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> nah, they'll miss you. They'll miss you. Okay, but before we, you know, before we cut up on today's topic, um, we're gonna let Jordan give y'all that not your average black girl shout out. Jordan, who do you have for us today? Okay, so today's Not Your Average Black Girl shout out goes to Judge Robin Ransom. Judge Ransom has just made history as the first black female to serve on the Missouri Supreme Court. Judge Ransom has a political science degree from Rutgers University and a Juris Doctor from the University of Missouri Columbia School of Law. She's the third black judge, but the first black female appointed to the state's highest court. And I wanted to share with you all a cool little quote that... um you know, just some words from Judge Ransom. She says, while I may be the first African-American woman to be a part of this court, I'd also like to say that I have never lived by a label or by any identity that anyone's tried to put upon me. When I look in the mirror, I have always been Robin, and I always live my life to be kind to everyone and to be the best person I can be and bring those same attributes to being on this court. So I'm excited to see what all Judge Ransom does. Um, she's definitely making history and it sounds like it's well deserved. So Missouri, shout out to y'all for this amazing appointment. And yeah, shout out to Judge Ransom for being today's Not Your Average Black Girl. That's amazing. Shout out to her. That's really good. Um, I think more people should aspire to be like that. So let's get into today's topic, y'all. So, you know, we're a little bit late, but it's still relevant. Um, we're going to talk about, you know, the infamous bonnet gate today. Um, Monique had the young girls shook, had them upset, um, had them just, you know, beside themselves with this whole, why are y'all wearing bonnets in the airport, grocery stores, etc.? Um, so we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about, you know, what she said and the older generation versus the younger generation. Um, so let's get into it. You know, Dice Jordan, how did y'all feel about what Monique said? Well, I mean, okay, in some ways, now I know that I'm going to catch some heat, but in some ways I agreed with her to an extent. Okay. 
I don't have no problem with people wearing bonnets. If you want to wear a bonnet outside your house, that is your right and that is your business. My gripe with Monique was when she brought headscarves in because I was like, okay, see, you running out. Like, I love me a good headscarf. I've discussed with Megan and Jordan, you know, offline that I put a headscarf on sometimes and my hair can be fixed. I do it for fashion purposes. Sometimes I think it looks good with whatever I got on, you know, and then obviously it can serve a dual purpose in case your hair isn't fixed and you want to wear a headscarf. I, I'm a person that will choose a headscarf in public over a bonnet in public, but that's me. But do I necessarily disagree completely with her? No, I feel like sometimes people do get a little too lax. You know, sometimes people do get a little slack, like, you know, you didn't care. And then I think some people are just like, I choose comfort over everything. And by all means do you. So that's my opinion. What you think, Jordan? So, okay. I was kind of torn on this whole topic. Let me start out by saying I didn't watch any of the videos. And that's completely, you know, my own lack of due diligence. Because plenty of people forwarded it to me and I just didn't watch it. But nonetheless, I got the premise. And um, I agree with Monique, like, in wanting Black women to, like, um, you know, put their best foot forward every time we go out and just making sure that like, you know, we do look presentable because you just never know who you're going to meet. Um, my grandma will always say to me, and honestly, she would say this to my mom too, but she always believed in making sure that you have on like a fresh pair of drawers. Cause you just never know where the day is going to take you. Right. And so that same type of lesson, like transcends with that bonnet. And so it's just like, you always want to look your best because you never know if it's a job opportunity that could come your way. If it's your future husband or just what have you. And you just, you know, you never want to feel like all oh, dang, like I didn't put my best foot forward in that initial interaction or in that initial initial introduction um but what I also will say too is if you want to wear a bonnet out in public I just kind of felt like the alternative to that was just slap a hat on you know what I'm saying like I get it people may want to protect the style if you got a fresh wrap slap a hat on that bad boy and nobody has to see the bonnet so I personally don't get what the appeal is of you know I guess about people seeing your bonnet because a hat can fix everything i believe in a good hat i got a hat on right now i believe in just fixing problems with a hat if you having a bad hair day and um yeah so i don't know i i guess there's just like a lack of care there like the care of what other people think um and that can be empowering but i do see why monique also feels like that's the root of the problem yeah i think it can be dangerous like i feel like you have to have balance like it's good to not live your life 100 by what you think other people are going to think or perceive. But to some extent, I do feel like, you know, do you not care? Like, forget about what other people think. Do you not care anything about how you look or what you're putting out into the world? So I agree with a lot of what y'all said, but um, I am curious to know, like, do you think this is an older generation versus younger generation thing? I mean, do you think there are like people on both sides who, you know, think the same? Like, how do y'all feel about it? I think that it's more so the older generation. Um, And I think maybe you could throw in some older millennials in there. But I feel like the younger millennials going into Gen Z probably would be more against what Monique said. I feel like a lot of us older millennials, because I know I'm borderline falling into that category. I'm getting old, but I know a lot lot of us, (laughs) like, you know, we were raised by old parents, you know. So, like, my parents were old um, considering they had when they had me. So, my mom is in her 60s now or whatever. And so, it's like, yeah, I was raised by her and my grandma. You know, my grandma, as y'all both know, is, like, about to be 102 years old. So... I definitely have a lot of old school influences and they always would stress looking your best, even if you're just going up the street. Like they would always try to encourage us, like make sure you look decent when you leave your house. Cause like Jordan said earlier with her grandmother, I believe it's the same thing. It's like, you don't know who you're going to run into. You don't know what's going to happen. Anything can happen. And then you up here with your bonnet and your pajamas <laughs> Like, and you might be on the news. Like, you just don't know. No, that's very true. And so it's like, now nah, if you don't care, okay, that's fine. Because you have a right not to care. But I just think that the older generation, they cared a lot more about their appearance. And 
I don't know if that was because of, you know, we can throw in, throw in, quote unquote, the white man. I don't know if that's because of the white man. And, you know, back then the white man used to think that black people were dirty and couldn't dress and was this, that, you know, all those negative stereotypes that weren't true. And so I feel like that generation felt like they had to make sure they stood out and looked really good when they left their house. Whereas I feel like the younger generations, for the most part, don't feel that amount of pressure um, to look good, especially not for no white person, (laughs) Um, you know, and if anybody started the lax trend, I think it was white people. Um, I, I I don't know about y'all, but in my observation, I'm like, I didn't start seeing people. The first person I ever saw wearing pajamas out was white. Like that was the first time I ever saw that was like in a Walmart and it was a white person doing it. Like I had never seen it. And then when you think about like Victoria's Secret and their pink line or whatever, oh my goodness, when that was popping, that's them lounge clothes, that's all they was gonna wear. <laughs> them sweats and them You're Uggs, they was You're they was out the door. They had on a fit, okay? <laughs> so um, nevertheless, I'm not gonna ramble, but I just I just feel like Yes, there's a difference. Are there a few younger people who agree with Monique? Yes, but I think for the most part, they don't. Yeah, I mean, I feel like this. I definitely think that, um, I definitely think that the three of us, they're probably like, I don't know if we're the odd man out or if a lot of people think like we do and just don't want to say it on social media. Like, God, I can never tell these days. I don't, I don't know what people's thoughts are. Um, cause so many people put on, you know, for the image that they want to portray in front of their friends, um, you know, on IG and all this other stuff. I just think that, um, I think we're in a time and in Jordan, I'd definitely be curious to know what you think about this as well. But I just think we're in a time where nobody wants to be told anything. You know what I mean? Like, and, and I think that's what the root of all of this is because, when Monique, you know, said what she said, um, there were a couple of people like, you know, famous people, obviously, who had comments and their comments, you know, were put to the top, foreshadowed, what have you. Um, and it, it was a lot of excuses. You know, I'm just going to kind of call it what it is. It was a lot of excuses. It was, well, you don't know what people are in the airport for. Some people are flying out to a funeral. Some people are having a medical emergency, blah, blah, blah. You know, and I understand all of that. Um, you know, I, I hear it, I affirm it, but it to me is still excuses. You know what I'm saying? Like you flying out for a funeral has nothing to do with you having on a bonnet. Um, but I think all of that is just kind of a cover up because nobody wants to be told anything anymore. And I think that's the real root of what's going on here. They didn't have a problem that she said it. They had a problem that she said it and she was right because nobody wants to be corrected. We are in a time where it's like a well mind your business and I'm a mind mine. You know what I'm saying? Um and that's just kind of how I'm looking at it. What about you, Jordan? Um I think that's a beautiful point, Megan, because what she was trying to do was hold us accountable and right now the whole thought process of accountability is very foreign, especially to the younger generations. Um, Our parents grew up knowing what it was like to be held accountable and to be responsible for a certain type of standard or, um, or just like a certain type of, I don't know, like, I guess how you carry yourself and just being, I guess, responsible kind of for like maintaining the family name, you know, names and, and how you represented your people were a really big part of older generations and in their traditions. And I think just somewhere along the way, we've lost that. Um, and, and no, yes, I, I agree with you, Megan. Definitely. It was the action of accountability and this is so random, but I'm just thinking about like back when we were in undergrad and I remember there was a common saying amongst our group of friends where we would say, my name is Paul and that's between y'all. And I know Megan, me and you, they used to kill us. They used to oh, kill goodness. us. We used to hate it. Girl. And then they even had the, my name Bennett and I ain't in it. And I'm like, no, y'all, like if y'all see something that's wrong as friends, you have the right to let the people know, Hey, what you're doing is wrong. Like stand up for what's right. And also for what's wrong and correct people. Like that's how people grow. You don't just get through life, not holding people accountable. And so I feel like seeing the origins of this lack of accountability, becoming a trend and saying, you know, like what that person does is between them and what they do, as long as it doesn't bother me. Like I really saw that come to fruition back in like what 2013 and then now it's just kind of like culminated into what we're talking about now with this younger generation and I mean I 
I don't fault them. I don't fault anybody for, you know, them thinking the way they do, because like I said, I see where it came from. But I guess my question is, at what point do we step in and start to call people out like Monique tried to do? And like those who agree with her, when do we stand beside her and say like, no, y'all, she's right. Like you need to have some standard about yourself, even if it's one that you set for yourself, not one that the white man puts on us, not one that your family puts on you, but you set a standard for yourself. Like when I go out, I'm always going to look, you know, my best. I'm always going to make sure my hair is combed or if my hair is not combed that you can't see it with a form of head protection that is commonly worn outside so don't go out there in a football helmet and don't go out there in your bonnet you can go out in a hat or a wrap salvation ma'am oh my goodness yeah (laughs) yes right so I don't know like people just need to start taking I guess like more pride in self like start having more of a sense of pride in self and allow it to really carry into everything that we do not only what you do for money because you know people are very prideful when it comes to how they get their bag you know so like not only what you do for money but also to like what you look like when people see you 24 7 now but let me also say this with this little disclaimer i know that some of us may have bad days every day is not a you know a bad bitch day and i get it i get it but um you know every day don't also have to be a pajama bonnet day either so I think um, a good counter argument that I heard for something that you said, Jordan, I heard it on TikTok with this girl. Can't remember her name. I need to start writing these names down, but I can't remember her name. But there's a girl on TikTok and she was saying like, why do people assume that because I want to wear a head wrap or a bonnet or because I want to wear pajama pants that that means I don't care about myself or I don't have pride in myself? And so I never thought about it that way. Um, but I just am curious, Jordan, like, what are your thoughts on that person's thought? (laughs) I think that's a trend. I think it's a trend. Like one thing you were saying when you were talking about like pink and, um, seeing people go out in pajamas and casual wear or lounge wear, but taking it outside of the house, that was a trend that took off. Now you've got celebrities who have, you know, kind of what's the word, um, co-signed on that. So you've got like Kanye West's whole like aesthetic being like, what is it deconstructed, but commonly known as homeless, you know, like that whole like casual lack thereof um, thought. So I think it's just trendy right now when it comes to fashion to look a little disheveled and not as put together and like you didn't try, even though you still try. So I guess my thought is if you're still trying in the outfit that you put on, why not care like why not try and care because clearly you do care about what you put on you make sure that it matches you know what I'm saying um so I don't know I I think that's just my whole thought on that I think that's just a trend and you know if if it's prideful cap thank you thank you I'm calling cap on that on that tiktok it's cap because at the end of the day it's like why why are y'all like this why are y'all this way like what do you mean why if I have on a bonnet in my pajamas do you assume I don't care about myself because I have eyes and I don't know you and all I have to go off of is what you present to me so if you present to me a, a, a figure of someone who looks like they rolled out of bed I'm gonna assume you don't care about how you look like what else am I supposed to go off of I don't know you so I'm going off of what I see I mean why are we acting like this is a new concept and as if it's not human nature to go off of first impressions, which there are two first impressions, what you see and then what someone gives you when they open up their mouth. Like, I don't understand why people are acting as if we shouldn't, you know, be allowed to go by that. I'm not saying completely write someone off because they have on a bonnet. What I'm saying is y'all walk around like I said, looking like you rolled out of bed, but then you get mad when people assume that you don't care anything about how you look when you go out in public. But that's what you're showing the world. I mean, they're just going off of what you're giving them. I don't know whether you, you know, stay at home or whether you're the CEO of some company. I I don't know your business. All I know is what you've shown me, which is that, hey, you don't mind walking around you know, whatever store you're going to with your bonnet on, no bra and your pajama pants. I mean, this is just, this is what people do. Um, Jordan, I feel like you wanted to say something. Yeah. Well, I was just going to interject and say the one thing that I find so, um, I don't know what is the word, like situationally ironic out of all of this is all of the men that I've seen, like 
stand up on behalf of the bonnet side of this argument like have y'all been seeing a lot of men say oh i love when my girl in her bonnet man they you know, means that she's comfortable well the thing is i don't know if it's trolling or if it's honestly just like confusion and delusion because ladies let's not forget these the same men who you know was pushing the big asses on us you know what i'm saying so all of a sudden now that they've made us believe that our natural bodies weren't good enough now they're sitting here saying oh but you in your natural state is like I think I think that's really crazy because I was seeing people like plies and some of the rappers talk about oh I love my girl when she come out with me in a bonnet and it's like yeah but like your girl is not even natural you know what I'm saying so just because she ain't got no makeup that day I don't know that's weird I think it's weird to say I like my girl natural but yet she's not natural so what what are you really pushing here you know like ladies are, are y'all picking up on that do y'all see yeah. that they're just saying stuff. I mean, you, like, we've talked about this before, but, like, people be man- bandwagoning, like, nobody's business on everything. Everything. And so I think people just ride the wave because it's a popular topic and they want to, and as we said earlier, a lot of people are too afraid to give their true opinion. So they're just going to ride the, you know, reigning opinion and say, oh, yeah, I love a bonnet. I love police. Half them niggas don't want you running around in no damn bonnet in the street with them. And they know that. <laughs> They know that. Now, I did see some people, like some men who had their bonnets on and they were like, I wear my bonnet out the house all the time. (laughs) Like, you know, so I think they were being like pretty honest, you know, and they were like, I don't have no problem with it. But the ones who are saying, oh, I love when my girl wear a bonnet. Nah, I think they, I think they just being extreme. That's not. It's all cap because it's the the day. Hold on, Jordan. At the end of the day, for the women who say, this is how I am, blah, blah, blah. Let me test you. They'll test this theory. If you met Michael B. Jordan, Drake, who, who's some other fine men out here? Idris Elba, Jamie Foxx, Keith Powers, um, uh, 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 what's the light skin man, y'all? Michael Ealy. You wouldn't want to meet them with your bonnet on, no bra on your pajama pants. You would not. You would not want to meet them like that. Like I'm calling Cap all day on this. I'm training. meeting Idris naked. <laughs> <laughs> His wife might have I mean, an issue hey, with that's that. A different, that's a different situation. Wife who? This that's ain't about wife. If I'm coming to you naked, we know what the plan is. What what vows? I said what vows? She <laughs> just she says I ain't married that day. Lord, let have me stop. Mercy. Let me stop, Lord, because if he ever listened to this, I ain't say none you. of that. He gonna get you. But you know, you know, what I'm saying like people are putting on man. Y'all know y'all would not want to meet anyone of value, anyone of importance to you looking this way like i don't I don't understand why why y'all going so hard for it to be okay for you to look like you don't have anything like i don't and in my and i'm not homeless right and this could be a reach so y'all tell me if this is a reach but it's almost a slap in the face to people who genuinely don't have anything like jordan was talking about the whole kanye west and the disheveled thing like one of the main reasons i will never buy any of you know those clothes with the holes in it and stuff is because it's like Y'all are turning stuff that is um, a circumstance and and symbol of of poverty and people who don't have anything. Y'all are turning that into fashion. That is not fashion. People who genuinely only have clothes with with holes in them and that might might be stained or whatever and are old they don't think that that's fashion. That's their circumstance. And if you were to were to offer them, um, you know, all expenses paid fashion haul you know to just any store where they could pick up new clothes you know decent clothes that don't have those things in them they would take you up in a heartbeat so I just I feel like people we have a real problem on our hands because it's like y'all are you're glorifying something that you I don't know maybe not maybe this isn't the case for everyone but it's like people are glorifying something they can't even relate to it's like you're trying to turn what is really you know like I said a symbol of poverty into fashion um and i just would encourage people who think that's cool to like go talk to someone who has been um homeless or go talk to someone who has never had anything and ask them if they would dress like that if they had a choice i'm gonna go ahead and say they're probably gonna tell you no and maybe i know this because i have worked with people in these circumstances and they don't like it they don't think it's cute they don't enjoy looking that way so it so it's almost sick to me that like people want to you know make this popular make it a trend like i don't know it's just it's it's the lack of awareness for me 
Well, yeah, Megan, I think that's a good point because that was something that I did want to mention when it comes to that generations question, right? So I think another reason why people in Monique's generation would probably take it so um, so to heart to see people dress like this is because they were coming from a time when their families did not have nothing. Like it was not common for Black people just to have, you know, the unlimited amounts of designer in their closet that these new kids do these days, you know? And so to know that people are choosing to come out this way when it can pretty much be assumed that majority of the people have better if not the best in their closet yeah that that could be like that could be taken very disrespectfully um and then like like dice was saying earlier like people are just making a trend of it like they see one person doing it or because it's becoming like the thing to do the things to wear everybody's just hopping on the bandwagon and and following suit and you don't even know what you're following or the ideals that you're perpetuating and possibly the ones that you are deconstructing um that were once in place like you you don't even get it and you going so hard behind it i love a good hobo sweater always have before it was a trend when it, it didn't matter i've always loved a good oversized hobo sweater however if i wear it i'm not wearing it with you know pajama pants and whatever i'm dressing it up but the sweater is definitely going to give homeless um but nevertheless like i like it because i like the way it looks it's a style that i like now would i ever support kanye hell to the no and that's for several reasons but i don't believe in paying a premium price for something that you know looks that way um i definitely feel like you can just go to goodwill um and get yourself a homeless sweater it's not <laughs> it's just not that serious but you know i understand fashion i understand that every trend is not for everyone i understand that fashion does weird shit all the time that this doesn't make sense all the time but i think we're past that now in a way i feel like it's like megan said earlier people just don't give a damn (laughs) that's it they don't give a damn and they don't want to be told anything and i understand that attitude to an extent um because i think for so long especially as black women and that's really the only group that i can kind of speak to as a black woman i think for so long we have been following so many rules and i think we are just now getting to that point where we're like why do we have to do this why do we have to do that and nobody else does which i think is a valid point so i feel like one honestly y'all this is the most valuable thing i learned in college for every argument, there's a counter argument because I ain't learned shit else. But for every argument, there's a counter argument. <laughs> and so it's like, this is what's happening. So it's like every trend, there's a counter trend. Like what's happening is this generation is saying, fuck all that. I'm not doing it. Y'all been doing this stuff for years. I'm not doing it. Y'all not going to tell me what to do. And it's just an extreme because for so long we have been told what to do or how to be or how to look. And so now we're on the extreme end of, I don't give a damn, leave me alone. So yeah. I got a question for y'all. Are y'all about to start going out in y'all's bonnets now? No. If, if we no. on the okay, I'm just asking. Absolutely not. Girl, I mean, headscarf. Yeah, yes. I, I agree hands down with Dice <laughs> on the headscarf thing that she said earlier. Like that's not only that not only ties into some cultures, but it's also is just fashion. And to be fair, a lot of people who do the headscarves, like majority of their hair is still out it is just a part of like the accessory you know what i'm saying so you know i'm not i'm not getting on people about the headscarf thing that's fashion um but i do feel like dice led us into kind of the next you know part of this which is um a lot of people have been saying and i've even seen this like some of my friends say it on um social media you know is this policing you know is this us policing one another who dictates how black women's hair should be or how they should carry themselves. Like who does anyone get to police it? You know, are we the gatekeepers? Like, how do y'all feel about this? I do think we should be the gatekeepers, obviously of how we um, conduct ourselves as black women. Um, but I think what comes with policing is just don't be upset. If there's a rule passed that you don't agree with, you know what I'm saying? Like policing may not work for every single person, but it's supposed to be what's best for the majority. And I think that's where people fall short is that you think, well, if I'm self-policing or if we're self-policing, then we need to do what I say or what I want to do because I identify with the group that's self-policing. No, every rule that's passed may not be agreeable to everyone, but it's going to be what's best for most. And so, I mean, duh, I think we should self-police, but do I know that that means I won't agree with everything that comes from it? Yeah, I know that. So, 
Yeah, I don't think that people should be trying to control each other to such an extreme. Um, we already have the government trying to control us. We got social media trying to control us, everything. I don't think that we as a people, if we're speaking specifically to black women right now, I don't think that we need to get into the business of, I said you need to do this, so this is what it need to be. Because that's that's not how that go. <laughs> like, that's not how that go. Nobody, at the end of the day, I know that most people don't want to be told what to do. Like, unless you are a child, even children don't like being told what to do. So at the end of the day, like, everybody wants to have a form of independence. And clearly in America, that's like our big thing here. Everybody wants to be independent all the time. And that's fine. But at the same time, you know, I'm a... I, speaking for me, am a time and a place sort of person. So it's like, to me, there's a time and a place for you to look more, you know, casual. There's a time and a place for you to look more dressed up. I just don't think that, you know, okay. So for Monique to get up there and do what she did, and then she was wearing a robe. You know, like, of course you was going to get heat for that. Like, you was talking about appearances and you was wearing a robe. Like, I don't have no problem with you wearing a robe, but Mm -hmm. you cannot sit there and talk about how other people look and you got on a robe. And your audience and your reach is much larger than that girl that went to the airport. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't know what she was thinking there, but I guess she thought, you know, oh, my babies, they'll understand I'm in my house. No, they ain't going to understand none of that because they won't come for your throat regardless. So she should have made sure that she looked, you know, A1 when she delivered her message. That's where she made her mistake. But nevertheless, she underestimated her audience. But at the end of the day, that just shows you time and a place. You given a certain message and you want people to hear you and take you seriously, then you need to look like you want to be taken seriously, right? Because all you did was just add fuel to the fire for the counter arguments. So I just think that we are getting away from some of the more traditional things. And, and, um, you know, Megan and Jordan and I, we talked about this where back in the day when our parents and them used to go to concerts, they was dressed to the nines, you know, like they used to be dressed up in their Sunday's best going to somebody concert for, you know, earth, wind and fire, whoever they was listening to versus like now, you know, people be real casual. Like you might have a few people who get dressed up, but people be wearing their jeans and, you know, maybe a cute tops might throw on some heels and that's it. (laughs) Like yeah. if that's if that if that on the heel <laughs> just depending on what kind of show you're going to right if mm-hmm. that so it's like things have changed and I think that the older generation needs to acknowledge that things have changed and and they need to accept that they're not going to be able to you know have full control over how the younger generation chooses to dress so I do think to an extent the policing needs to stop because people do have a right to have independent thought and independent choice. Um, but y'all already know how I feel. I do think you should look presentable. <laughs> yeah. I, I like the way that you kind of put it. Like, I like your perspective on it. Like, do I think that we necessarily, you know, should we be judging one another? No, but I do think that we need to find a healthy balance of, you know, holding each other accountable and then accepting, you know, that accountability from a fellow black woman, because at the end of the day, obviously everyone is not the same. I can only speak for me, but like at the end of the day, I'm only telling you because I care. If I didn't care, I just would sit back because that's just my personality. You know, I wouldn't waste my breath on it. I'm only telling you because like, I see that it's not doing you any good. It's going to do more harm um and it's not like trying to come for you or trying to like you know regulate what you do and don't do i'm just trying to be i'm just trying to be a helping hand here um and i do want to you know i'm going to push back on the ideology a little bit um for the people who like have gone so hard for it um shoot y'all i want i want to see y'all in the club with these bonnets on i want to see y'all no i'm serious i want to see y'all at the events that are important to you with these bonnets on i want to see you at sunday brunch at 11 with the bonnets on i want to <laughs> make it, it please stop because you I know they're not going to no, <laughs> not saying that to prove a point I i'm glad you said that megan i'm glad you said that because i wanted to say like let me know when you get a job in a bonnet then that's maybe when i will say okay you know what maybe bonnets can go out in public yeah. you let me know when major things in your life start to happen for you in a bonnet the yep. first time you know what i'm saying like not somebody you already know but you get a major deal in your bonnet from a complete and total stranger you let me know when that happens and then maybe we can revisit the bonnet conversation and i just want to take this moment just to kind of double down on what i said at parker our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently by using more sustainable practices by developing better technologies we keep moving forward 
With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. I do agree with Dice, you know, that to a certain extent, people should have the ability, well, not to a certain extent, people should have the ability to do whatever you want to do. This is America and you're right. Freedom is our shtick here. But um, like Megan said, accountability, I think it's also just a part of that. If you're free to do whatever you want to do, I am free to have my opinion of it, regardless of, um, you know, it's an opinion that I voice or if it's one that I keep to myself. But like Megan also said, I wouldn't say it to you if I didn't care. And as black women, I do think that we should be the sounding voices to hold each other accountable and police if that's the word we're using what we do as black women, because what one person does, does affect us all. It does, especially to people who aren't Americans or people who aren't a part of our community as black females. You know, it affects us with black men and with everybody else in between. So, um, no, I do think we should be the voices of of how we conduct ourselves in public. But I also think too, with that comes accountability and just knowing that if I have the freedom to do whatever I want to do, somebody else does have the freedom. And if they care, the leisure to speak on what I'm doing, speak their opinions on what I'm doing. And that's just a part of it. So sorry, go ahead, Megan, double down in the club. (laughs) No, I mean, I think, I think you brought some good points to it. Like, I, I just think it all comes down to balance at the end of the day. Like, Like I said, I'm not saying that I personally need to be the person to okay or not okay what people look like in public. But what I am saying is that I do think that we just need a sense of community here in um, that community. You know, needs to be open and willing to give and receive, um, you know, constructive criticism and just, you know, accept that someone's just trying to hold you accountable in the best way, not in the worst way. everything isn't bad but you know like I said um people don't want to be told anything at the end of the day the only people who really attacked what Monique said were the people that it applied to you know what I'm saying like I didn't see anyone who heavily agreed with her getting upset but it it is just human nature to kind of attack what you feel like is attacking you um Uh so Uh you know there's that but I mean, all in all, you know, a lot of people do feel like as black women, we kind of can't win. You know, we have to be everything um, to everyone. And I mean, do y'all do y'all echo those sentiments? Do y'all feel the same just behind this whole situation? Um, yeah, I think to an extent, I feel like, like I said, for, for generations, black people in general have been told how they need to be and told who they are. And we really never were given much of an opportunity to present ourselves the way that we wanted to, you know, that, that I feel like that's just now happening maybe in the last you know generation or so where we finally got to step out and be who we wanted to be. Um, but I think for black women specifically in this situation, you know, I think there is a lot of pressure on black women, um, from all angles, you know, I mean, just the other day we was in the clubhouse room where there was black women talking about, you know, where's femininity and why aren't we more feminine? And I, I've seen that argument even outside of clubhouse, but yeah, I've seen this whole, like we're losing femininity and black women aren't considered feminine enough. And then you got the hair thing. We done talked about that, but you know, 30 years, 40 years, whatever, forever. Um, then you got body, then you got, I mean, we just, it's so many battles <laughs> that we have to fight and you can't do nothing. <laughs> you know, if you natural, the men don't like your hair. You got weave, the men don't like your hair. If you're fat, the men don't like you. You're skinny, the men don't like you. You know, it's just so many things that I think we just have to get to a point of self-love and self-appreciation and we can no longer allow outside sources, whether it's men, women, black, white, or other, we can't allow them to dictate how we feel about ourselves or our own level of confidence. So yeah, I think as a black woman, we do have a very unique struggle that only a black woman can understand to an extent. Um, So that's my thoughts. Well said, Dice. Um, Ditto. (laughs) I mean, really, all I can say is ditto and drop the mic on that. uh, Because you're right, as black women, I think use some very beautiful words we have a unique struggle and so it's hard to explain it's hard to express you know how you feel and and which parts of the struggle you identify most with and which parts of the struggle you're kind of like all right now y'all we can get it together and tighten up you know um 
but yeah, I don't know. Like just, just as a black woman, the grind don't stop. The issues won't stop. And people, it does seem like we'll always have an issue with us no matter what we do. But I will say, going back to the topic at hand, when it comes to them bonnets, it ain't hard to slap a hat on. Some things, I just kind of feel like some things it shouldn't even be a topic. And the, the bonnet, the bonnet discussion to me, I just am, I mean, just astonished at how far this topic has gone. Because I really felt like that was a, a not even an easy correction to some if like you didn't realize it was a problem. But I was just shocked at how many people didn't see the issue or at least Monique's point in that. You know, because we all know that pajamas and bonnets are house clothes. Like, I mean, that's how they market it. It's, 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 it's no confusion in what the purpose and place for that specific piece of headwear is. So if someone says, I don't know if you should wear that outside, why are we arguing? I would be like, you right. You got a point, but you know, either I'm gonna still do or I'm gonna slap this hat on and keep it pushing. Like I'm just I'm just so confused. <laughs> and there's so many other options. Like I know y'all see it on social media. Like there's so many other head wrap, even some bonnet options that have, you know, like a, a tie aspect to them to where it's like you technically have on a bonnet, but they done added extra fabric so you can kind of wrap it around and now you got a bonnet <laughs> head wrap yeah. combo. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> There's way too many alternatives for y'all to be doing this. And that's why I agree, Jordan. Man, y'all want attention. I'm standing firm on what I said. Y'all want attention. Y'all want somebody to see that y'all don't care. Like, and and you know what? It's all counterproductive then to the theory because it's like you're trying so hard for people to see that you don't care what they think, but clearly you do because it's important to you to portray that message. Like to some extent, everybody cares what the other person thinks. I don't care what y'all say. Everybody cares in some form or fashion. There's no person out here that is just without regard for what the public thinks of them. Um, whether it be from someone you know or you don't know. Everyone to some small extent has a little bit of care in them. So I don't want to hear that. Um, and I said what I said. I want to see y'all in the clubs. I want to see y'all at brunch with these bonnets on. Because I want to test the theory. I, I want to test the theory that y'all don't care and that it doesn't mean you don't um you know care about what you look like have your value whatever that tiktok person said um so i'm thinking about the tiktok that you brought up i want to test the theories i mean y'all are y'all that's y'all side of the argument y'all are standing firm on it i want to test it out so um you know at me tag me in your pictures <laughs> no i'm so serious <laughs> I'm so serious. Tag me in the picture. Why don't you go ahead and drop your name, your Instagram. Y'all already know uh, my Instagram being in the um, the description of the episode. Y'all know I don't hide. (laughs) At Meg R. Davis. At me. Tag me in the pictures. I want to see it. Um, I really do. I really do. Meg spicy, boy. Meg is spicy. Because they know they they cap, man. The cap. Better yet, send us a DM. I want to see the outfit live. Yeah. Tag us in your videos. I need to know it's real. Go live with the outfit on. <laughs> but I mean, y'all know there's no smoke at the end of the day. I'm just, I'm for the betterment of black people. Um, but as black people, we have to be willing to listen to other black people. You feel me? Um, so on that note, y'all, we're going to wrap up that topic. You know, we hope y'all got something out of that. At the end of the day, for the people who don't like what we said, um, just try to take it with a grain of salt, you know, and <laughs> just, just know it's coming from a place of love. Uh, There's no hate over here. They need to learn accountability. If you don't like what we said, (laughs) take this as the first lesson in accepting constructive criticism. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not changing on it. Let me be clear. I'm not changing on nothing I said. I just, you know, if you were offended, try not to be and know that it's coming from a positive place. Um, But in other news, you know, we're going to get into our our Not Your Average news um, for this episode. And Jordan is going to kick us off with the first piece or no i'm sorry not jordan dice is gonna kick us off with the first piece yep so marsai martin is going to produce the girls inc film festival and that is basically a ticketed festival that features live and pre-taped appearances as it offers a series of short films featuring an inspiring group of girls and young women who represent a new generation of leaders and change and so I think I also read that Tracy Ellis Ross will be there um, and a couple other, like, I think Janelle Monae, some big name people. I don't know. Don't quote me. But the point is, that's exciting for her. I know that girl's making a lot of moves at a very young age. So I hope that she can, uh, you know, continue to push like how she's doing because she's doing really well for herself. Um, also, in other news, Jacksonville, Florida School Board votes to rename six schools 
um, that were honoring Confederates. So that was passed. So those names will be changed because we all know we need to let that go. The South need to let that go. Y'all lost, let it go. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's a whole nother topic, but y'all get what I'm saying. Like, please move on. Um, and then there is an animated U.S. civics series called We the People that was produced by the Obamas. It premieres July 4th on Netflix. And so from what I read, it's three-minute music videos from various artists who include her, Andre Day, Janelle Monet, Corday, and some more people. I even saw a mention of like some people who were involved with like Frozen and Frozen 2 will be there and you know have their, I guess, music video out, whatever. Anyways, y'all just need to go watch it. So that's my news. That sounds exciting. I definitely need to um look <laughs> yes. out for that. I like stuff like that now. That sounds like a good one. Um, I'm gonna keep with the education theme for just a quick second here. Um, Dice, when you were talking about the Jacksonville, Florida thing, it made me think of what recently just happened in Georgia. So last week, a week before last, can't remember which one, um, Georgia, the Georgia Department of Education um, passed a little bill, law, whatever you want to call it, um, basically banning schools from teaching um, critical race theory. I don't I don't know if y'all know what that is. I don't know if y'all have heard of it. It's been a kind of a hot topic lately, kind of across the country um, in education. But if you don't know what it is, you know, look it up. It'll be a quick read. Um, this is a very dangerous um, bill, in my opinion, that they have passed. I'm going to keep it very brief and it's going to be very vague, but essentially they're making it to where, you know, schools can no longer um teach students that there is such a thing as you know discrimination oppression that there is such a thing of you know one race group um oppressing the other or not giving them opportunities um there are even paragraphs that specify um the lanes in which history teachers can you know not weave in and out of um i think it's a devastation um it's there's there was a line in there about saying that slavery something was a failure to adhere to what the intent of the the constitution was or something like that. I mean, it's literally trying to erase um, what black people have gone through and, and wrap it up in this nice little bow to make it look like something that it wasn't. Um, so, you know, I was really disappointed. Um, you know, we don't like give out our exact location, but I've never hit on the podcast that I live in Georgia um, so I was really disappointed and it just kind of showed me, you know, I don't have kids yet, but when we do have kids, um, I either won't be living here or my kids will be going to a different type of school, but I don't know that public school will be for my children. Um, cause that was really disappointing to hear that. And I'm a proponent of public school, but I had to share that y'all do your research cause your States probably will be next, especially if you're in the South. Um, a little bit on a lighter note, not education-based. So Fallon G, y'all know I can't say her last name. Y'all know who Fallon is. Um, she aired her interview on YouTube. If you didn't see it, you really didn't miss much. I'm going to be honest. Um, it was boring. She didn't give us, you know, what she was supposed to give us. But as far as the information, she said she didn't cheat. Um, and they did not address whether or not she was pregnant. So we didn't get much out of it. And she said she don't blame Portia. Um, that was nice. That was cute of her to say that. But, you know, I don't know. She ain't gave us much, y'all. So she hyped us up just to kind of let us down and be a little bit boring. And Jordan talking about some, <laughs> but she was seen um, cheering it up with her accused adulterer that she was. But now that man said they'd been friends. So we'll see what the real tea is in about nine months. You know, you can't hide a baby. So we'll see if that happens. Um and also, y'all, people have been going crazy over K. Michelle's um, quote-unquote new face. Now, she said she just pretty. She ain't had no surgery on her face. Y'all gonna have to get over it. But that she said it was just good contour and the angle. I ain't gonna tell a lie. That one picture, she had me shook. I was like, who is that? And my best friend I didn't recognize it, her. Yeah, my best friend said to me, I said, who is this woman? Um, And why are you sending me her picture? She was like, girl, that's K. Michelle. I was like, no. So... You know, I mean, hey, if that's what good contour and an angle does, um, she need to be selling her classes on IG like these other girls, okay, for $500 a seat because she definitely had me shook. Um, but she looked good, though. You know, y'all don't hate on the girl. Um, and that's kind of all I got for y'all. Jordan, what you got? 
Okay, well, I got a mix of uh, some some news. So first up, well, actually, let me stop, Megan. I think there's one down here about um, Encore on BET, if anybody wants to talk about that. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Encore on BET, um, it's the Encore. That show is officially out y'all um tiktok has been cracking me up because they have been showing like all the funniest highlights um of the show if y'all don't know what it is it's the show where they've taken like a bunch of women from um girl groups over time and they're putting them together basically trying to make like this mega group we all know this ain't gonna be no real group we all know this is just a, a check for being on tv right like i don't think any of us Ooh, are show was about to say what girl it's a bunch of old folk <laughs> and young folk it, this ain't no real group but it's cute that they try to make us think this gonna be a real group but anywho it's all kinds of good people on there um keely williams from 3lw Aubrey O'Day um, from Danny Kane. Got the two of the girls from Cherish are on there. I don't know their names, so don't at me about that. Um, Navia is on there, or Navea, whichever one you pronounce. Um, Shamari. Nivea. Yeah, I saying Nivea. Niv- People say it all three ways, okay? And I get a pass. Oh. I ain't never heard the other two. I get a pass because she is from Savannah. I we ain't going to do Meg too hard. That Nivea was new for me. Nivea, 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 however you want to say the shit, y'all know who I'm talking about. I got, I, got the, I got the lotion in the bathroom, okay? And I ain't never heard. <laughs> What you're no, not going to do, what you're not going to do is come for me, okay? I don't know. I haven't heard people say the girl name all kind of way. But like I say, she's from Savannah, so I get a pass. She knows it's no shade. It's no, it's no mm. tea. I mean, at least I'm shouting mm. her out. That's I mean, how that works. Girl's names. Um, Shamari from Black. Y'all remember Black. Um, She's on there. And there's a couple other women on there, too. But I don't know their names because they're not from my time. Um, So y'all just go check it out. Um. I saw a couple of clips and I was crying. It is grade A reality TV. So y'all I know go Aubrey O'Day, she stay getting somebody bag, so I'll give her her credit oh, for that. Aubrey know how to put on the show. Like I will say, that's one talent that Diddy, he he spotted her for everything she was worth, <laughs> not only musically, but in terms of giving good TV. Like yes. he, he spotted her from the beginning and he did well with that. So y'all go watch it. I haven't watched it yet, but I'm definitely going to. Jordan, now, what's, what's your news if you're done critiquing my pronunciation Girl. skill? Anyway, all right, so Taraji P. Henson has been announced as Miss Hannigan in the Annie Live um, remake. I'm very excited about that. I enjoy a good musical every now and then, um, and so I'm excited to see what, wait, is Annie a musical? Okay. <laughs> so I'm excited to see Taraji in this role. Um, y'all know I love seeing, like, just Black stars take over live music for one but also to um just musicals and and classic movies so i'm excited to see what she does in that role um heading into some shocking news and this is on a bit of a heavier note actress karen knightley actually uh reported to a reporter that all of the women that she knows in hollywood have been sexually assaulted and i thought that was a very strong and profound statement um since kind of like the overall or underlying topic of today's conversation was just you know about like women and our rights and what we do with our bodies and stuff never forget that there is like a bigger threat out here and that is just overall like sexual assault when it comes to women so um i took a moment when i read that cuz i was like dang like can you imagine how many women she may know like it's just crazy and also, too, this is this was not a topic of news that I wanted to discuss, but this was coming off of, um, you know, Lady Gaga having just recently talked about her history with sexual assault coming up in the industry. So I was just like, this is this is crazy. It's people that you wouldn't even think of. Um. Okay. So just moving on. Uh. So Kanye West done moved on. If we talking about moving on, Kanye West done moved on. <laughs> um. <laughs> his birthday was recent. Uh. I think like this week or last week or whatever. And I'm sure everybody has heard the news by now about him and Kim getting a divorce. And we've seen the clips of Kim crying, child, talking about three failed marriages. Well, Kanye said, "Forget all of that. Don't care about none of that. I'ma unfollow you and all your sisters." and move on and have birthday with my or have a birthday with my new girl i think it's um the model i know her last name is shake i can't remember what her first name is Irina katrina 
something like that. I've heard of her before, um, but honestly, had they not posted her photo next to her name, wouldn't have been able to spot her nope, out in a book. Wouldn't have been able to pick her out. Let me yeah. just say this real quick. I don't mean to interrupt, but honey, you know I keep my ear to the streets, and they say he been dating this woman for months. I was like, wow, how embarrassing. Yeah, I heard that as well, that he had been um, seen dating her. It was something that recently happened, and they said that they showed up to whatever it was together. I forget, though, because child, keeping up with all of that stuff is like keeping up with the Kardashians, and I ain't doing it. I that. just looked this girl up, and I feel like it's a similar look to Kim. Yeah, just without the body. Yeah, without the body. I mean, I'm okay. sure he has a type. Yeah, and I think he won't be going back to black women anytime soon. Like, I think he's a little afraid to jump back in these oh, waters. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but you I, know, as, as Dr. Umar likes to put it, um, you know, we'll welcome him home when it's time. Yeah, yeah. I, I knew it wasn't going to be immediate, but everybody was like, oh, he's free, he's free. Is he? Because it looked like he's doing the same thing, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's the same look, but yeah. okay. Yeah. All right, and more um, Black people dipping on these Kardashians. So I don't know if y'all remember, there was a small, like, Black-owned fashion designer who actually sued Chloe in Good American maybe, like, two years mm-hmm. ago mm-hmm. when Good American came out with these bodysuits that were, like, basically identical to what she was already offering. Yep. So mm-hmm. in recent news, she just received a $10 million settlement. Well, Chloe settled with her. Congratulations. Um, yeah, so I was excited to hear about that. Get your bag, sis. They were yeah. Wow. And ahead. these people need to know that you can't keep stealing from black creatives. Like I'm just over it. Just stop stealing. Fashion from Nova black. gonna be next. Yeah, no for real. And Sheen or Sheen, however y'all mm-hmm. decide y'all gonna pronounce it this week. <laughs> no, I say that because the YouTubers cannot agree. They cannot. I'll get say on that one, one I know is up for debate. So that that they can't that's get different. on one accord. I don't know what yeah, they call that's it, different. But they next. Mm-hmm. okay um and then in, in news of just like making news or making history yet again so our vice president kamala harris is the first u.s vice president to march at a pride event for those who may not be aware this month is pride month so there are a lot of pride celebrations happening around the u.s and um she actually marched at a parade i believe it was in dc so that was really cool for her to be out there just showing her support and in the last piece of just news, just just random news, y'all, Jeff Bezos is going out of space. I guess he said, I'm too rich for this world. I'm officially too rich for this world. And so he is, you know, going to outer space in a, in a um, I was going to say in a jet, <laughs> in a rocket ship that he um, built. So like I said, Jeff, please just sponsor me, even if it's, you know, just to live on your yacht, if it's to live yeah, in the can I world that you discover. Before you go? Jeff, don't forget about me here on this world. So, yeah. That's all I, I want to know, like, yeah. anybody and everybody can just go to outer space? Like, no. I feel like like I don't get it. Like, what are the no. requirements? Because you know, this ain't the first time. Like, I mean, this is the first time I ever heard somebody like building their own rocket ship and going. But you know, there's been times in the past where certain celebrities who are not astronauts have been able to get on these rocket ships and go to outer space. I I don't understand it. So we can just walk off the street and go. The T-Mobile guy did, if I'm not mistaken. That was a bit before my time, but I do remember that. Um, whoever is the guy that owns T-Mobile, he either built a rocket ship or he had a rocket ship and he went to space as well. Um, but I think it's just one of those things that you can just buy access into because, I mean, who's really the gatekeeper out there unless there really are aliens shooting niggas down? You know what I'm saying? If you get into their territory. Um, but with the exception of like America and the other countries here on the world, like I'm sure if you just stay in your lane and ride your little airspace up into it, that you can do whatever you want to do up there. I just want to say mm-hmm. as a quick counter argument, um, and this is not important at all, uh, Josh, my husband, he does not believe that outer space is real. And he's the first person I ever met that. No, it's a lot of people who think that actually. It's a lot. (laughs) Jordan over there laughing. It's a lot of people who think that. My brother-in-law thinks that too. Believe it. Yeah, he does not believe that. He says, because according to the Bible, nothing can pierce like the firmament or something like that. And I guess the firmament is considered like around the earth. And so he was like, if something can pierce the firmament, then what is the Bible all about in that case? Like essentially saying like, what does all this mean if we can actually go through that and go into outer space? You have Girl. given me something else to talk to him about the next time I have the opportunity. And we will not stop until I have heard all of his thoughts on this. But you know what? I Jordan don't blame so him. so serious too. 
I don't. I just that. had to share that. I really did. It's not important at all. No, at all. Dice. But I just had to share that. That is. That's not the first time I heard that. I'm pretty sure my brother in law thinks the same thing. Like he had said something along the lines of like when they um shot Neil Armstrong. That's his name, right? Um, on the moon. Um, something about how everybody knows that was at like a certain location, and it's something about that it like before. now that fake. was fake. That was fake, right? But I'm saying, yeah. but you're just now getting to a time where people want to hear that and accept that. Like when people first started mm-hmm. saying that, people were like, "No, you're wrong. They would never fake <laughs> that." But it's, no, it's a lot of people who think that you know all this outer space stuff is not real. Um, so that's too funny to me that he thinks that as well. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. all I know is they ain't getting me up there. I don't know if y'all no, I don't want to that time where they mm-hmm. said in the year 20 something, like all the something about the ship, the rocket ships or the plane or something will be ready. And first X amount of people get to go for free. I was like, well, count me out. I don't care how much <laughs> free or not. Yeah, I'm not going to get me up there and leave me because I don't trust y'all. So, no, that's all they're waiting for is a bunch of black people to be like, oh, it's free? Oh, let's go, y'all, before they raise the price. Hell no. Y'all ain't gonna get me up there and leave me. I promise you, my ass will be Earth is big enough, okay? Let me get to all the continents first before I start going out there with aliens and stuff, and I'm not doing it. I was just about to say, Megan, like when they start giving out free airspace travel, do you know how these plane ticket prices about to drop? Bish, when all y'all start going out of space, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm going to be in Hawaii this weekend. Oh, nope. I'll be in Kenya next weekend. Like, I'm finna see you all. Like, I y'all encourage taking flights y'all to go. Space. Y'all go to space so my flights to all my other countries can be cheaper. Y'all go ahead. See y'all when y'all get back, if y'all come back, but not me. Okay, I'm not doing it. I promise you, I'm never going. Like they say, never say never. I promise you, I'm never going. <laughs> I'm never going to space ever. So count Please. me out of that. That's fun for y'all though. Y'all are cute. Um, go ahead, do what y'all do. That was a good one. That was a good tangent. I appreciated that, girl. These people got me beat, <laughs> but I, I'm sorry. Like this is a good matter. I will say this real quick though. I told OJ, um, I said. You know what the problem is? Humans don't know how to coexist because all this, I'm going to space, all this, we're building this submarine to get to the bottom of the ocean. Like y'all don't know how to leave well enough alone. If God wanted y'all to know whether or not mermaids were real, whether or not there's aliens, he would have made it accessible to you. It's the reason all this stuff is out of your reach but humans being humans and having money, y'all don't know how to leave well enough alone. I think that man making a mistake by going up there. But I mean, <laughs> hey, do what you do. All I ask is that you sponsor me and mine with a couple of billions before you go. That's all I'm saying. Because once you go, we can't get the money. So I, Okay, so this is another tangent. But let me just say, that's one place I will not be going if I had the chance. And that's to the bottom of the ocean. Do y'all know you how dark you and can't weird... It's scary. Yes, it, yeah. like it's a whole other world, and I was like, we have mm-hmm. none of the basic necessities to function <laughs> in this type of environment. So why the no. hell would I go down no. there for fun? I'm not Bro, trying to die. It's Mm-mm. people like that is you know those people who work in that field or whatever. Like they are adamantly building things all the time hoping they'll make it to the bottom because you know they've tried like they've built devices and stuff, and the connection got lost once they got so many feet under. Like. It's because y'all not supposed to be down there. I don't understand. Like, oh, it's I, scary. I, I mean, the thought day. alone of the ocean, like that whole concept is scary just on a basic level. Yeah. Like you just yes. got this water that's endless yes. and goes anywhere. Yes. And that is scary. Yes. Like y'all, y'all, the first time I ever went snorkeling, stuff. I was terrified. Mm-hmm. Once I realized I wasn't in a pool and I was like, oh, there's no bottom. Like yeah. I was like, this is kind of scary. Like, you know, don't get me wrong, it was nice to see, but I I'll stay right there on the snorkel level. You know, I saw the little fishies or whatever, and then I went back on the boat. Cause I was like, nah, that's the good enough. Shallow for me. End. That's <laughs> the shallow right, end of the ocean. Right. Okay. And I, I love water, y'all. I really do love water, but I have been saying this ever since I was probably about six or seven. The Lord could not make me no fish. He could not turn me from a human to a fish because I wouldn't make it. I like I could not. I, I ain't doing it. I ain't now that is something I'm never doing, Megan. I just I couldn't. Mm-mm. Don't sign nah. me up for that. 
Now we, I'm telling y'all, man, I'm, and I'm with Dice. Like, I can do the snorkeling, but I'm going to stay in the safe zone. I ain't going, I'm not that adventurous. I ain't going deep by myself. I don't want to do no deep diving. I don't do none of that because I, unlike some people, I do believe it's a lot of stuff down there, but I don't think that it's what we think it is. Like, y'all think it's Ariel, and I don't. Like, I don't think it's what y'all yeah, think. I don't y'all. Know it's not giving what y'all think it's gonna give. It's just not like it's some but stuff I mean, down I don't there. even know how do people think that because when you see the things that we have seen come out the ocean mm-hmm. do not look like Ariel. They don't. So I'm like, how y'all even think that? Y'all like think there's a piranha down there. down there. And I just know better. I Giant know better. squids and all kind of creepy looking things down there. I'll Girl, pass. I'm good. I know? ain't never doing it. Y'all got it though. Just like I said, anybody who's feeling like that's for them, can you donate? Um, we need to have, if anybody listens and go. they do any sort of like space work, astronaut, yeah. oceanography, we need one of y'all to we come y'all on. To come we on need here. to have a whole discussion about this because I know I don't know nothing. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want to know. I want to no, we do for yes. real. We need an astronaut. Y'all send them our way. An astronaut <laughs> and oceanographer. A, yeah, an oceanographer. All those people, okay? Send them our way because we want to talk. Um, I hope y'all Clearly. enjoyed that <laughs> off topic tangent. But I just I had to go there, man, because that Jeff Bezos thing was upsetting my spirit. I don't want him to go. But <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> We go close it out, y'all. Um, don't forget to join us on Clubhouse. Our Clubhouse is called Not Your Average Black Girls. Average is AVG. Black is BLK. We're going to be on there, um, you know, just spontaneously, sometimes on premiere days as well, talking about anything and everything. So make sure y'all follow our club and then follow us as well. We'll have our usernames in the description of the episode. And then don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that good stuff um, for immediate alerts every time new episodes air. And we also want to invite you guys to follow us on YouTube, IG, Facebook, and Twitter at NYABGpod. And don't forget to visit our website, which is nyabgpodcast.com. And last but not least, we are still looking for your crazy ex stories. So visit our IG page for the link to anonymously share your stories. Um, We need more and we don't want to have to hunt y'all down for more of these stories. Okay, so just go ahead and share them. But that's all we got for y'all today. We hope y'all enjoyed this episode. As you can see, when we have all three of us, we don't know how to act. So (laughs) tell a friend to tell a friend about our podcast. And we will see y'all next time. Bye. Bye. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. When you visit Arizona. Time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.